0: Man
1: Arena. Welcome, bye you well, bye you well, and bonjour, bonjour to the audience. To the audience, <laughs> welcome. It's Wednesday. I don't know why I say the date. It just is something to kind of start things off with. I love it. Wednesday, December fifteenth. It's eight, ten,
0: 10 days till Christmas. Ten days till Christmas tracker. Beep 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 beep. The <laughs>
2: march of time goes on, folks. It's
1: true. Mm. It seems like just yesterday it was Halloween. Yes, That's
0: right. Twenty twenty
2: one, And the day before that, we were buying our mics and preparing oh preparing to do a little podcast That's together. Right. Called Raisin
1: That's Man right. Arena, which is what you're listening to. Real quick, if you're in the chat, please let me know if you can or cannot hear, hear us. us. In fact, let me just go real quick. You guys uh, vamp a little All bit, I'll right. figure out what it is.
0: Welcome to the Raisin Man. <laughs> Funko Pops are in the news.
1: <laughs> oh, now. They were not able to hear us until just now.
0: Oh, no! Wow. Oh, yes. I thought we had a beautiful opening. <laughs> we did that of a nice opening. Uh, that we, was one yeah. of the best openings we've ever done. Uh, and I'm not kidding around, because I don't joke around on the podcast. I'm a sincere <laughs> Mike. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we just did a beautiful opening about the date and the time. Well, you know, only
1: four what? people missed it, but the, uh, let's see, no sound shaking my head. That's what Carly's saying. Only four Damn. people I'm missed that. it. Carly, you missed a great opening, but when you listen to the podcast oh, recorded, it, it has God. the entire thing. I'm going to say my God. thing
2: again. The unending march of time <laughs> was <on. Yeah. laughs> That was what I said. Yeah. yeah.
0: Perfect.
1: It seems like just yesterday, it was Halloween, and then just the day before... We
2: were buying our mics... Preparing to do a little podcast. Sarah was crying because she didn't
0: want to, <laughs> didn't want want to do the it. Podcast.
2: Yeah. Felipe was making her cry. Yeah,
0: but like a baby, you just let them cry it out. And it exactly. you know, it's it true. They don't know what's best yeah. for them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I was saying it's 10 days till Christmas, and we did a little joke where Felipe went beep, beep like he's a little Christmas. Oh yeah, Christmas
1: tracker, 10 days till Christmas. Beep, beep, get your Christmas gifts. Beep, beep, beep.
2: We, last night, Simple Town filmed a video about Christmas.
0: Oh my gosh, that is so fun. Yeah,
2: it was great. It was great. And we were uh, find, trying to find different houses in Williamsburg. We were walking around Williamsburg looking for houses with Christmas lights in front of them to film in front of. Funny. And it was great. And it was great. And we were all yelling and arguing at each other. It was back in the saddle, Simple Town
0: style. Yeah. You well, you know, I, I, brilliant. We would
1: be standing in front of a house with... Filled with Christmas lights and Snoopy blow ups, you know, like a blown up like a balloon Snoopy, and then a fifty year old Polish man would be making his way down the street and I'd look and I'd be like, Is this about to be a problem? <laughs> yeah. And you know, he'd come and then you know he'd walk into the street, kinda of circle around us, but we were close.
2: It it made me realize I definitely do not have the gumption for like man on the street style comedy no. videos. No, I don't no. think anyone else in Simple Town does
1: definitely not. Maybe <laughs> Caroline.
0: Yeah, maybe yeah. Oh, sure, for sure. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. Not that's not for me. No, it, you have to have a psychopath gene. <laughs> that's right. Man, I was just thinking about the Christmas lights thing and how you know, do you, are you ever walking on the sidewalk and you see one of the people who's actually like putting the decorations up on their house? It's never like the person you would think, or never the person that I would think. Who would you think? I guess I would think like, I don't know. I maybe from my childhood like a suburban mom sure. or something but it's all the time just like a 28 year old guy who's like up in a tree like stringing the lights on and mm. and i don't know just all kinds of different people decorate their lights i i think that there's no um connecting trait between people who are driven to mm-hmm. over decorate their new york city apartments and houses i'd say the with connecting trait is Someone filled with Christmas cheer. That's right. Exactly. And it can it's strike tr- anyone. <laughs> it's true. That's right.
1: No matter your age, no yes. matter your
2: It's gender. a Wahhabi Muslim of the... Yes.
1: <laughs> of yeah, the exactly. radical. That's the fundamentalist yes. Muslim. <laughs> 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 yeah.
0: But speaking of not being able to do mail on the street stuff, I'll, when I see the people putting the decorations up, I always want to say, thank you for your service. Because I think it's so yes. awesome that they do that and everyone benefits. But I'm like... Even to just say that, I never, I don't like to to bother people or.
2: Thank you for your service. Yeah. <laughs> you salute them. Ta- you're just standing yeah. on the sidewalk, saluting them.
0: Over and over yeah. in
2: Silence.
0: <laughs> <laughs> something, something to say. I see what you're doing, and I believe in it, and we're aligned. And. Um. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think it's better you don't bother them. I was trying to yeah. think about this
2: because I love I love Halloween decorations and Christmas decorations both, but. People go a little more ham for for Christmas decorations than they do for Halloween. Like people there are, go ham. There's more of them out. That's right. I think it's, there's something about it that's a little more universal, a little more. Well, friendly. because
1: Halloween it's scary. You put out, you know, a decapitated head or <laughs> yep. a sort of dismembered body, yeah. a skeleton with its guts coming out, and you're taking it and you it's a risk. It's a potential risk. With the neighbors, things like that. You know, you have to be willing to take the heat if you're going to put... Something scary. Y- yeah, a, d- a man who's drawn and quartered and a witch <laughs> witch flying above him. It's just spooky stuff.
0: Yeah.
2: But it puts me in an equally um, sort of excited, mischievous spirit. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: But not everyone. Not everyone loves like, a, horror, a horrible sight. Yeah. Okay.
2: I like the ones... But there are cutesy Halloween stuff like, the, like a big... Sp- inflatable spider and that's it has true. like a smiley face that's
1: true that's not so hard in my town my town apparently is like renowned within some i don't know if it's just in connecticut that it's renowned or around the world but there's a man who does these like like famously elaborate uh halloween uh lawn uh wow. displays and every year they're themed so for instance i think on t- maybe 2016 he's a lib you know so he made this like Trump, Trump like mm. hell, you oh, know. Brilliant, yeah. Yes. And I think yeah. that Trump looked yes. like Humpty Dumpty, and he was <laughs> on top of a wall, and like. Wow. But there really, there's like a ton of puppets and like allegory. It's like uh, it's like a political cartoon. Uh, where I think he made one about that was like connected to the Civil War one year. And you always drive by and you go, wow, that's insane. And he gets on the news and stuff. And my dad has met him at a few parties. Wow. My dad's always like, I met the guy
0: who fucking does The it. Connecticut man renowned around the world. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly.
2: <laughs> Hello. That's the way he sounds at the <laughs> Hello. party.
1: <laughs> Hello. Did you see my Trump?
0: Uh, <laughs> Hello,
1: Antifa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Should we talk about that? What voice?
0: That's a voice you guys know.
1: That's the thing they're doing yesterday. Will
2: was teaching us about Black Hammer last night. Um we and heard this guy named that? Uh-uh.
0: No. Tell me. <laughs> hmm. So they're
1: this like. I mean, do you want to do you want to start saying?
2: I'll start. I'll try. I'll try and be the explainer for. But 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 someone else take over if I'm doing a bad job. Okay.
1: Copy. Um, try to track your, your reasoning. Yeah. yeah oh, but dip. let's say the heading. Let's say the heading first. So, this is where we're going to end. This Topic. is where we're going. Topic sentence Black Hammer Org makes an alliance with the Proud Boys. Oh, no. So, now we're going to explain who Black Hammer oh, is. No. Yeah. I'm going to take a big sip
0: of coffee. Yeah. <laughs> so,
1: I'm going to take a big sip of tea. That's none of my business. You know that meme? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. Um, so, the Black, listen up. So the Black Hammer, (laughs) the Black, Black Hammer is this organization that was started by this guy who goes by Gazi, and it's supposed to be a a kind of black liberation, like uh, ostensibly kind of like leftist sort of revolutionary organization. And it was in Atlanta for a while. And then at one point, they tried to buy a bunch of land somewhere and start ha- a thing called Hammer City.
0: Oh, yes. <laughs>
2: um, but it didn't work, and now they're back in Atlanta. And then an article came out recently that our friend Will Needman read. And it's it profiles this guy, Gazi, who's And Will like,
0: knows Gazi.
2: Will has <laughs> seen a couple of videos of Gazi. Yeah. and And it profiles him, and it turns out he's a total... He's totally nutty. Oh,
0: no. Like Eric Adams. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Like
2: 10 Eric Adams. (laughs) Um, Well, he,
1: he, he had, like as a note of color, he went sort of viral. The first time I heard about him was a couple, maybe like a year ago or something. He was the one who famously was booking, was burning... Uh, and Frank's diary, like saying that she was a colonizer. Like his, I think he like courts. Mm, didn't hear about that. He courts controversy, so he was like, Damn. she's a she's a colonizer, and so everyone was like, oh, so that's making fun of him. But I think he's like on this sort of saying outrageous shit kind of tip.
2: Yeah. So he was originally like. The the article starts. I'll, I'll try and do it, like, I guess chronologically from Gazi's, like, uh, biography. But he was, like, an intern for a bunch of television stars on MTV. And was, like, a guy who really wanted to be on television. Like, wanted to be, like, a famous mm. guy. He was, like, an
1: influencer. I think he has, like, a, a YouTuber.
2: Yeah, he is, like, YouTuber of energy, certainly. And then he, like... And then he was joined, like, black socialists, which is...
1: No, the African... African communist or what was it? Called? Something like that.
2: Some uh, A kind of s- American Southern, like, socialist, black socialist It didn't work out at MTV. It didn't work out at MTV. And then they kicked him out because he was like, they're like, of this black socialist organization because they're like, you want to just be too famous. You're mm. like just interested in being famous. Mm. And then he starts the Black Hammers. And it's like, what it is, is like, it's mostly been about 10 people for for a while is
1: that is that number confirmed
2: well that's what i guess will was saying to me about what the article was saying which is that it's it's not there weren't many people in the organization but they would like do all these kind of viral stunts um so they're sort of more they're quite well known in atlanta but they they don't have like a, a very wide um they don't have a lot of people in in the um organization but they live in this house and he has this like massive, like security staff and he like makes people cook his own cold. It's food, his own food. It's very like cult like, mm-hmm. and he, everyone, he makes everyone take these like caffeine pills, which so one person who was interviewed said that like, I don't think they're caffeine pills. I think there's something else. So they're like really, really like wired and speeded up all the time. And so they like work all day on, on try- what? On trying to like recruit people. Mm. And then at night, Ghazi really wants them to go to like clubs <laughs> around Atlanta and like recruit people at clubs and like be hanging out uh, at the clubs. Like hype
0: people? Yeah. I'm like people of that. Yeah. But and so they're up to Asian. like late at night and they're up yeah. early in the morning. And he's
2: like really encourages people to like flirt with people, like mm. as a way of getting them in the, like, like a real kind of like, oh, you know, you should like hook up with this person and make them seem like Black Hammer is like really sick.
0: Oh,
1: oh, shit.
2: Um, Hold on one second. <laughs> we,
1: oh. dropped, we dropped a cup. I'll miss that cup. We, d- oh. many, many, many a coffee drink. Okay. Well, how is the solution here? Oh, uh, me and Sarah will just vamp. I'll just keep
0: we'll just vamp. Well, I'll say this with my first thought is that um, it reminds me of I talk about Mark Leidner, the poet on the podcast a lot, but he has one of his aphorisms is that uh, the function of art in society is to provide a less socially costly illusion of immortality. So like instead of people becoming politicians, they can become TV stars or writers or these kinds of things, and then they won't hurt us. Um, with their motivations. interesting. But then to think, I mean, we've already sort of had this idea with Trump being president and the idea that even the presidency was like part of reality TV and like media culture. And now to think of someone deciding, I mean, maybe this is as old as time to go into politics because you want to be famous, but like oh, yeah. this person seems to be pursuing it in the way one might pursue being on the hills or like... <laughs> A TV show. Well, yeah. Will was saying that apparently, so when they bought,
1: they bought this tract of land to sort of liberate, or uh, I don't know what term they use, like decolonize this land to create their mm-hmm. city. Um, and apparently, Ghazi was really turned on by, or like was really interested in, what was that documentary? Wild, Wild Country. Oh, like, wow. and he made funny. everyone watch it. Funny, so I funny. think. Wow. I think he was, to he to really watch that and be
0: like, we should do this. Yes, yes. <laughs> That's wild. Um,
1: so, I mean, I think, I guess my, from what he was, I was like, what he was describing, I thought, oh, if you have this kind of cult leader mentality, politics is one way that you can express it, right? Like a mm-hmm. radical political organization yes. gets people who are like really committed, uh, who really, and also, Will was saying that this house has members who, people who are like looking for the right political group, but often people who are in sort of difficult home situations, yeah, and I think Gazi yeah, yeah. also brings in like people who are homeless, Um, Or who are like really high need And so this house is filled with like Kind of a motley crew of people who kind of can't leave Or or really need to stay Because they don't have Mm. any other place to go So there's, it's like a little bit of a I don't know what there's some, some taking advantage that's going on.
2: You can't you can't be in it if you're white, but you can be like uh, a person, who, a white person who donates to Black Hammer. Mm. And there's different tiers of donating. Here, like one's me... called like vanilla. Well, because <laughs> it, <laughs> it's, it's called, called, the, it's, called the, um, it's called
1: the it's called the the reparations core.
2: The reparations core.
1: See this at the website. And, wow.
2: <laughs> and also, if Ghazi really likes you, they were saying in the article that like. If Gazi really likes you, he's, he's like text messaged people and been like, Are you sure you're white? Like, do you have like some Cherokee or something like that? Because he's well, like, cause want, he wants <laughs> to find a way to get you in. He wants you in wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Wait, these are the tiers $5 tier vanilla. Oh, you can't read it, it's too small, but $10 tier butter pecan. $25 tier mint chip. They're just named after ice cream tiers.
0: Oh, I love that.
1: $1,000 Neapolitan.
0: Wow.
1: Hmm, I think cookie does better than Neapolitan. I don't know what this hierarchy yeah. is all about, but
0: um huh well, it's funny that this is a socialist organization luckily the the far left the left in general is already so fractured and divisive that he can't um take us take it down
1: <laughs> it's true he can't just destroy moderate, he can't destroy yeah. the powerful left coalition in this <laughs> country There's nothing he can do to hurt them but apparently well what the news is just that he uh he joined with the proud boys <laughs> to form coalition wow. to defeat fauci mandate and the left so i guess he's anti-vax um and he doesn't like lockdowns or, or not even lockdowns i guess just vaccination and i don't really know what it means that they're um allied. Me what, neither. What are they gonna, what's this? You get to the, 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 uh, um, oh, wait, hold on. It's just, I don't uh, even know. What, yes. Thank you, Sam. I don't know Thank where you, this, Sam. that video is. I have to find Please it. Please find it. Please find it. Wait, uh, first I have to find this video of him talking about, he's
0: on a zoom. Uh, yeah, I guess I, it's my job then to devamp because Sam's dealing with an issue and Felipe is looking for something. I just look,
1: that Antifa video took Will a while to find, but essentially, like, <laughs> so apparently they were. I gotta. F- I don't even know where to begin looking for it. Sam, if you want to text Will, he could maybe find it, but apparently. Um, I'll text him. He had these members who wanted to do some sort of traditional African, like, uh, religious ritual. Um, and film it, Mm -hmm. but then he like, this Ghazi guy like decided last minute that this video that they were going to film was going to be something else and he puts on all this Joker makeup and he lines up all of the members up again like behind him and then he does a direct address to Antifa. Wow. And he just has real like theater kid vibes. He comes out and he's like, Hello, Antifa. He's <laughs> like, I've been hearing you've said some not so nice things about us. Hmm. And he's like dancing around wow. <laughs> Will,
0: can you send us the Will, can you send us the Hello Antifa video?
1: Does he take the train to work?
0: Perhaps. But I was just using voice to text. That wasn't a a voice memo. All right. Well, I
1: think that'll take him. I mean, I don't don't know. It took him a while to find it. Eventually. We'll get it by the end. Yeah, we'll get it by the end. Oh,
0: Because the rhythm today, it's like uh, we're in a drum circle or something. We're really killing it. I know. It's like jazz. Yeah. Sometimes Raisin Man is like
1: jazz. Sometimes it's not like that. Sometimes it's rhythmless and totally busted. More abstract.
0: Yeah, today but jazz is abstract.
1: We're like the Vince Guaraldi Trio today. <laughs> <laughs> Just a smooth piano, a nice driving bass. Yeah. What other instrument is in that? a bass. Oh, a drums. Mm-hmm.
0: Drum. That's all you need. All right. Anyways. now that we've celebrated the rhythm, let's find another topic. Uh, yeah,
2: I'll say this: that that coffee spill was my fault. But but. Yeah. I do not like these coasters that Will has.
1: Why? Is, what's
0: the problem with the coasters? Oh, Will, don't listen to this. Will, cover your, cover your ears. Will, if the you're coasters, listening, this is not for you. The coasters
2: create, one, they create a visual clutter in the apartment that I do not like.
1: That's true. That, that it, one is filled with stickers. And it
2: makes it hard to clean surfaces around <laughs> here. And I don't like that. I, I'd say just... And two... I don't, well, I guess that's really the only reason. That's
0: the only reason. I can make up one conversely,
1: thought. if you don't use the coaster, the surface will become dirty. So in a sense, they prevent even mm. needing to clean. You're I like, you're like the that. pharmaceutical companies. You want the sickness <laughs> to create the, right. the cure. But here's the cure. Put it on a coaster. I'd
2: say in this that's case, right. I'm not like the pharmaceutical <laughs> yes, companies. Yes, you are.
0: <laughs> also, I do have to say, Sam warned me that this coffee was going to taste bad, but I didn't believe him. Awful. Wait, it can I taste yeah, that? Yeah, taste that.
2: I got this ble- this blend,
0: taste that. This
2: Folgers blend. That's like, it's like, it tastes like burnt.
0: Yes, it's yeah. absolutely
2: burnt. So I've been drinking it with tons of cream and
1: sugar.
2: I've been having little m- coffee you know milkshakes every morning.
1: I'm too saturated with coffee from drinking, so I can't even. tell can't even taste it.
2: No, well, the coffee Felipe drinks is it's like bad, so it's, yeah, it's like it's poisonous magma.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Maybe I don't even yeah. know what bad no coffee tastes like because it's what I drink no every day. No idea. Yeah. 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 I thought that I because I was before I was buying the. um Oh, what's what are those blocks? There's these blocks of espresso. Boo, Bu- boost Bustello. Bustella. I was buying those. You ever see the Bustello? Uh huh. Of course. Somehow they get the espresso into a perfect square shape. I, I don't know, know how they do that. But that stuff is crap. And then I started buying the stuff that comes in brown paper bags, and I thought this is this is high class. It says like Brooklyn Zone. <laughs> and then someone said to me, No, that's bad coffee too. It just, <laughs> the packaging just looks nice. <laughs> Do you know anything about this? No, I don't know anything <laughs> about
0: that. But, <laughs> but I function kind of similarly. I don't really have a taste for wines, for coffee, yeah. like anything like that. But I can taste when something is really bad. And this tastes bad. This is like tastes burnt. So.
2: Yeah, it's bad, but I'm still and I, and I that. bought a huge thing of it, so <laughs> I, I have to go through it. Felipe, nice. when you're done with your coffee, help yourself to that one. You the, know. Uh, the
1: burnt folder, the, the burnt, burnt
2: folders. Yeah, yeah.
1: Man. I'll eat it by spoonful. Yeah. <laughs> well, someone was telling me recently that
2: Reese's Pieces has like an an, an 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 organic Reese's, and it has this like matte packaging.
1: Whoa. I know map packaging for fat for uh for uh snacks is, is the thing right now. Whoa. If you go to the yeah. store, everything has a map packaging. Wicked. Sound. Wait really?
2: Oh my Carlos
1: god. Carly says sound.
2: Felipe, if you tell me that we have not they haven't heard us this whole
1: time. <laughs> no. Someone should I mean I'm but, getting I'm getting feedback here that sound is going. You see this? That's telling me sound is going. Maybe
0: sound is a slang. Carly using it as a slang. S- Sound, Sound is, good. Good. is good.
1: Thank you for being on the chat. Hello, Sigma, Sigma Delta, Delta Zero. Zero. Also, if you're in the Happy chat, holidays. if you're in the chat, feel, I know you know. I know people are listening to this on their commute. They're coming in from um, uh, what's Scarsdale. what's from Scarsdale. What's that other New Jersey, Jersey city? That's uh, uh, Hoboken. Hoboken. We're coming in from Hoboken, Hoboken. driving into Battery to the Secaucus. Secaucus.
2: We don't know. We don't know the names. What's of these the rich places. one? The
1: French. The French. <laughs> the French name one. Oh, Montclair, Montclair, Mont- driving in from yeah. Montclair into Manhattan. Mm-hmm. So you can't be on the chat, but if you have one of those but decadent if, <laughs> work from home jobs, yes,
2: <laughs> or if you're driving in and your little kid is in the passenger seat, get him on be, the buttons, <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. make them in or the chat.
1: Honestly, if there's an you can be on the chat if you if while you drive, if you just look up every once in a while, yes, that's right. This is like this is like when you know back in the '90s you'd listen to Howard Stern. Imagine if you could constantly be saying Howard, Howard, Howard. Howard. <laughs> you don't even have to call in at any moment. You can
0: get Howard Stern's attention. That's what we're like. That's what we're like. So, write it in the chat. You can say good morning. You could say what you most want for Christmas this year because we're t- at ten days till Christmas. Yep. Yep. It's <laughs> funny because <laughs> if Christmas you go tracker. onto
2: Twitch streams where there's someone who has like a ton of followers and is really famous, uh-huh. the chat is popping. It's just yeah, no time to read anything. You become as anonymous as you were if you were in the on the Howard Stern yeah. show. Wow, it's but true. Not us. No, if you no, no, type no. something into the chat, we will read it. Yeah. We'll Everyone's read it gonna out see loud your dumb ass. and That's we'll right. think about it. That's yeah. right.
0: And if we don't read it out loud, we saw it. We just chose not to engage. Not to. Yeah. Yes,
1: <laughs> It's true. It's a lot more um, some more of a protagonist role you choose to take on. That's you have to right. be careful with what you say. It has to be smart because we'll dissect it. That's right. We'll tear it apart if it's stupid.
2: Sarah, have you done all your... Um, oh. What? well let's just, just do a quick have you done all your christmas
0: shopping no no and i just like felipe i've just hit the past the point where like it becomes extremely stressful anytime so up stressed. until like two days ago it, easy order online go to a store like you can handle it and then if you sure. wait until this point now you're in the danger zone and it's now you have to late. suffer it's
1: too late you 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 have to do like same day delivery uh, and make some man take 15 caffeine pills to... Yep. to get drive, it to you in two hours. Yeah, to yep. drive from from Chicago, do, do 150 on the highway. And even then, it's not guaranteed. Yep, that's right.
0: And I don't have my Secret Santa gift for when we're doing Secret Santa. I
2: me, mine, me neither. Mine yeah. has not come yet.
1: I have nothing. Nope, I have nothing. not... I have nary a gift for <laughs> Anybody in my family? I've always been talking about it for like two weeks, but he still doesn't
0: have a gift. I'm like, I've never
1: experienced this level of like block. Like, I'm mm. so stressed about it that I'm like, not, I'm drawing. So my, I've decided I'm gonna make everyone some like a drawing and frame it. But even that is like, <laughs> that's a mission.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, um, I can't remember if I talked about this on the podcast, but I had gotten into a whole thing where I, I ran out of my prescription for my antidepressants, anti-anxiety, and I went into a withdrawal period, um, which was horrible. Whoa. And it made my, um, i never experienced this feeling before, but you go off in the chat if you have, where like, I didn't get zaps. People talk about getting little like yeah. zaps in their jaw. What does that feel like? Like electricity? I get the brain. I would get the brain zaps. What, so what does that feel like?
1: It feels like, almost like, you know when you um, stand up too quick and you get dizzy?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like for a second, you go, "Mm -hmm." Okay, interesting, because that's what I was getting too, but I thought that, someone told me they get zaps in their jaw, which to me sounds like a different thing, but I was getting, I I would describe it as like, in uh, an artsy film, everything going out of um, focus for a second, like all my thoughts would just like blur, Yes. and not my vision, you know, just my actual inner thoughts were like, ooh,
1: like you were describing, yeah,
0: it was very strange. And uh, then I realized that it was almost Christmas time and that I was going to have to go and be with my family. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, I got to like get right. It's I got to get supercharged yeah. <laughs> with joy. You got to get so, the
1: serotonin yeah. inhibitors just
0: fucked up. Totally. Just destroy the inhibitors. So I made an appointment with a phone doctor. I keep doing this with these phone doctors who you never meet them in real life and you only get like five minutes with them on the phone and they write you a prescription. And I got a really nice guy this time um, who nice. hooked me up. Yeah. And he was being funny on the phone asking me the little questions about... What was it? I was telling Gloupe this um, he asked me uh, if I had ever gone without sleeping for such a long for a really long time, but it actually felt really good. And the way he <laughs> said it, he was like suggesting it to me. He was like, hey, have you so have you ever like gone without sleeping for a long time? But it actually felt like really good. <laughs> he was like being conspiratorial. He was really making me laugh. So that worked out um why did i bring this up oh yeah just because christmas is such a stressful and depressing time of the year i keep posting christmas content on my instagram story but it is not because i find christmas to be a joy really
1: experience. and you're talking all about the decorations and how much you love i know that's the light in the darkness is those christmas decorations but no no you, you wish you wish you could be in a city filled with christmas decorations but no people
0: but no people Yeah, the huge family obligation. I'm so stressed about giving my family COVID. Like every time I look on Instagram, people are posting about COVID exposures. Uh, Like I I just can't handle it. Yeah. I know that is stressful. That is stressful. That's stressful. And then I just also find the interpersonal experience of it hard. I decided yesterday, I was like this Christmas for the first time, I'm gonna be myself. <laughs> so what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tell my family about Razor Man podcast and talk in, uh talk about things I care about, like wow. comedians who I are more successful than they should be, or something. <laughs> yes. <like this>. yeah. <laughs> yes. And go off. Talk about Black Hammer. <laughs> yeah, talk about Black Hammer. Yeah, whatever I want. I just never do that. I really like back. I just don't think my family understands even just a frame of reference for what my life is like. Most of them have not like l- really lived in a city, especially as a, like a young person engaged in any kind of art form. So they just don't. They've read books and seen movies, but they don't know. Unless I get on TV, whatever I do will not be scrutable to them. So I don't even try. So you gotta. So you need to kind of go off uh, at, the, at the dinner table. So I'm gonna go off because they're all going off about their various concerns. And, what are their concerns? Uh, insurance industry. Storms I mean yeah I mean you're like If I'm gonna gotta listen to this Yes Crapola uh, <laughs> Then you gotta hear me talk about Comedians who didn't come back To performing after the pandemic <laughs> yeah. so Whether I think they should have Or yeah. they People was who okay. are in a funk With yeah. stand up yeah. And feel bad And wanna
2: wait until They feel better with it and, yeah. and your family goes Sarah this is just like The novel I read About <laughs> being a young artist In New York City I'd be curious yeah, to see
1: right. How uh, How much you can do it Cause sometimes I think When you have a habit built, you know, Mm -hmm. the personal loved one, one day you go, you know what, I'm going to break the habit. And then you, you try to break the habit and you go, Oh, I remember why I have this habit. It's it's a, it's a very delicately built structure that I've built over the many years that responds to very specific patterns. Totally. And I've been building this since I was like
0: five years old, 20 years into building this. And yeah, sometimes,
1: sometimes, you know, our, our neuroses, there's wisdom in them because, you know, we created them without realizing. Totally.
0: That's right. Yeah. Um. there's two things I wanted to say about that oh one is that I just think it's funny I have like some people in my family have this energy of like they haven't laid anything on anybody since last Christmas and they just come in the door like ready to they need to be heard and I don't feel that way so a lot mm. of times I have to take a back seat but then people want to extract your life experiences from you one way or another so it's just whether you give them <laughs> willingly or you wait for the extraction <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> you you wake up and you're you see your grandmother walking up the stairs towards you her tentacles out yes. like ready to suck your brain yeah
0: yeah <laughs> um and then the other thing i was just thinking of based on what Felipe just said was we finally listened to unless you didn't the ezra klein podcast that you sent us did you I listen i listened to a little bit
1: of it You listened to a little I bit
0: listened of, i listened, the listened to the beginning of it about um the be- the body it gets keeps better the, the
2: beginning is the worst part no it's well, yeah. the ending
0: the ending <laughs> is
2: when he talks about mdma therapy and oh,
0: fuck i didn't uh, get to and that
2: trauma and stuff like that yeah. but i
0: thought it was interesting, and. I don't, when did you send that to us? You you listened to it recently enough that you remember? I, uh, <laughs>
2: over the summer, I think.
0: <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> the reason I heard it was because this is an incredible new Apple feature. Guys, get out your iPhones. Um, (laughs) in the podcasting app if you're in the library they will do a suggested podcast for you that's like extracted from your text and it'll be the podcast and then it'll be like from this message with this person and you can click to the friend recommending it to you and then there's a picture
1: of your front door (laughs) 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 it's like a picture of your license plate right above it But I thought that was pretty cool.
0: So I was like, oh my gosh, a little recognition from Sam. Yeah, I'll listen to this. Uh, But I had no idea when you even said to listen to it. That is good if, you know, if your phone was like,
1: hey, remember when this person suggested something and you said, yeah, I'll check it out. Check it out now. Exactly. Because you always forget.
2: Because you always forget. Well, well, Sarah, your phone's going to start suggesting some stuff to you that I said that you have (laughs) no idea happened. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I'm good. Gl- you stay on that
0: feature, yeah, all right? Yeah, I'll stay on that. And I always have a headache if I'm listening to a podcast, so I can't think, and I just gotta react. But I listen to it, and um, I guess I'll talk about this on the podcast because I mean it kind of lightly and not super seriously. But I did think I am in a subculture where I believed myself to have been traumatized by the idea that like everyone has experienced trauma, everyone's traumatized, the world is fucked up, our lives are fucked up. I listen to this podcast. Nothing in it resonated with me as being true to my experience. Really, And so I was like, oh, I guess I am not traumatized. <laughs> and mm. I just like assumed that I was. Yes. Um, oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm actually uh, fine. So that's a little good news. For well, everyone. I think that's
2: a fine takeaway from it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's not as if I didn't resonate with it. Like I was like, oh, I'm traumatized and this doesn't speak to my experience. I was like, oh, this is really speaking to something that usually you can map yourself on pretty easily to almost any like psychological... Uh, pop cultural thing you read about is either being like you or someone you know or being not like you in a specific way but this i was like wow this is a really foreign description of an experience to me yeah i can get go into the detail or you can respond to that um well i guess i felt
2: the same way i mean i do not i do i don't identify as a person who's experienced trauma but i guess i still found the the sort of some of the arguments and sort of tenets of what he was saying to be quite interesting yeah, to me. Yeah, totally. And I and I thought particularly about the construction of reality mm. being sort of like individual. Um, I that resonated with me. Mm. Um, What's the concept? Well, now you're going to ask. I, I'm I'm worried I'm, I won't be able to quote this as well as it as I could have if, if six were months June ago. <laughs> June of 2021.
1: <laughs> um so we're <laughs> discussing top of the bestseller list the body keeps the score <laughs> l- december of 2021 the book that everyone's talking about today
0: yeah well that's mm. the funny part about the intro is it's ezra Klein's podcast and he's like yeah everybody talks about this book i didn't think i needed to read it because everybody talks about it and references <laughs> it so, so much totally. that you just kind of fill in the blank with what you think is in the book but it, and then he goes on to be like but it wasn't what i thought and he described it for me and it wasn't what i thought either
2: well, maybe you should uh, then maybe just walk through some of the the beats of the the conversation if you can. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. would help me remind. Totally. Me.
0: Well, the main idea is that trauma, in this by this definition, I've, I can't remember the author of the book who's on the podcast. Um, trauma is something that separates the mind from the body. Um, that it's. And it's something that has, like, a, a social component to it that makes it difficult to process. So, like, they give the example of, like, a child who's been abused by their parent. Like, it's socially, it's not functional for you to reject your parents um, because you would rely on them. And, like, there's a lot of pressure to, like, stay in a positive relationship with them. So, you deal with it by, like, feeling a lot of shame and blame for yourself so that you don't have to put it onto them. And then you also, like, will repress memories. But... There's a body separation in that, like, the the trauma still lives in your body where, like, say you've been sexually abused. Then if you were to have sex with someone years later, there would be times someone would touch you and you would have, like, an extreme stress reaction in your body. Even as your mind wasn't recalling the memory of what happened to you, it would be, like, an irrational, like, freak out. So it's in your body, but it's not in your mind. Like, you hide the trauma in your body. Um, so that's the big idea.
2: That's it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
0: I just didn't even realize. I mean, that's the... the Maybe I should have been able to assume that based on the discourse that you see online and stuff, but I thought that, that was interesting. I didn't know that.
2: Yeah. Formulation. Yeah. And then he had this other point, which I think is related to that one, but I, I don't think I'm able to capture all of it, where he was like, essentially that like our realities and how we perceive what's going on with us is constructed socially. Yeah. And is designed, and we make up stories about what's going on with us so that we can remain in communities that we want to be a part of. So, so essentially like I will create the story in my mind about what happened to me, Mm. um, or what's going on with me in such a way that it will like allow me to continue to be connected to the people who I love and who I, I want to like remain in my life. Right. And I guess that was kind of a powerful, to me, a kind of powerful message that that I, I already believed, but he was like saying a version of, which is that like our own, what's most what's most powerful about what's going on with us is that like, is the stories that we believe about what's going on with ourselves and that these stories are useful for keeping us in contact with people that we love. But in order to like, But they're they're kind of like a little lie we tell ourselves. And that we have to, like, through therapy or through thinking about it in a different way, we have to, like, untell the lie that we tell about ourselves if we want to sort of change how we feel and change our behavior and stuff like that.
0: I think that's a good summation. Yeah. And is what's interesting about it. And then me and um, Felipe kind of had a back and forth about, like there's the social part of the trauma doesn't seem to apply. Like they they give the example in the podcast of like a nine 11 wouldn't be considered like a traumatizing experience for the general populace of New York city because everyone got to experience it together. And so you got to like externalize that. And there was all this like talk about it. And so those people didn't have like a body mind separating trauma event, but there are things that happen that are like, don't seem socially they like if your child dies or something that's considered, I think a traumatic experience. But I wouldn't say that. That I don't understand where the social component kind of falls into that. But maybe that's just something to this person who wrote this book that would be considered a different category of a psychic wound or something.
1: Yeah, I, di- I didn't get that. I was like, nine eleven was a trauma for those people. I don't, <laughs> yeah. or I at least in everyday talk and everyday people call it that. That's yeah. what I would call it. Or Sarah was like, you know, if you get into a car accident, I was like, you know, there's no story there. Yeah, the story is I'm good at driving. I, I couldn't have gotten into that car accident.
2: I don't remember... Does he go through things that are traumatic versus not traumatic? He
1: does say specifically, right, that 9-11...
0: <laughs> wasn't traumatic. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't traumatic. <laughs> or someone says it.
1: That's,
2: that's the first thing he, he says. says 9-11, not let's traumatic
0: be, at all. Let's
2: be very clear. <laughs> 9-11 was not yeah. traumatic. I, I, I I so it was it. Laura says, job. Yeah.
0: my abuser had me read it, got to find out how I would process what I was going through as it was happening. Wow. Wow. That's Isn't that wow. the modern state of affairs? M. Bergman says, are they saying all trauma separates body and mind? I think that they are constru—they're not saying that thing. They're constructing a definition of trauma, which is that, as far as I understand. Again, I didn't read the book; I listened to a podcast about it. Um, but I don't think that means that they're saying that other bad things that happen to people don't have negative consequences, which should be worked out in therapy or psychiatry. But they're speaking to trauma as this idea of like it's related to repressing things and yeah that.
2: But sort of. but, I, and instead of but, and I feel like
1: and instead of but
0: ooh what a, what a move what a
2: move where
0: me and Sam are on the same couch Even if this you week. don't
2: have, so we're Yeah up. we're yeah. supercharged
0: Now watch of, out uh, Felipe What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> are talking about a podcast Felipe didn't
1: listen to you. Damn where would you find this No I Felipe um, had six
0: months To listen to the podcast And he didn't <laughs> <do. He laughs> Listen <laughs> to hundred hours Of podcasts every day <laughs> <laughs> Didn't have um, <laughs> So
2: Even if you don't You don't experience trauma Like I do think it's powerful That this message of like We mm-hmm. just We have little lies That we tell ourselves That help us cope With being in the world And that's all we have Is our like little bag Of little lies about what's going on with us. Yes. And that's like... That, to me, really resonated. And then finally, he talks about MDMA therapy and how, and That's like, the part I want to hear about. A bunch of drugs oh can help you get through trauma, but we don't know enough about it because there's no funded research for mm. it. But I guess he's, like, Swiss or something, so he can kind of do
1: it. He he's allowed to do it. He's allowed yeah. to do he's it. He's having yeah. a good-ass time. Okay, yeah. well, counterpoint from someone who didn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> All right. Well, the first thing I thought was, like, oh, you know, sometimes people write books and they're like, I'm gonna give my own. Defi- I'm gonna create my own definition. Hell of yeah! This.
0: And you should.
1: You should. Just, you write in a fucking book. You can say whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Who cares? Who cares? Totally.
0: If you get to the top of the bestseller list, I don't care if you're saying the sky is purple. Totally. And I'm, listen to this. Listen, Yesterday, I was posting on Instagram. I used the word doxing, not in the way of what it actually means. What did you say, that I do- said so my family's doxing. I me was over
1: confused this about play. that. I know. Yes. I was like, they put your <laughs> address on Twitter. Yeah,
0: well, what actually happened was that not everyone in my family has my cell phone number, but then I was in a group chat where someone brought up me doing the Christmas play, and then I started getting texts from the other people that are in the group chat. So to me, I was like, I'm being doxed. Someone is like posting my contact <laughs> information. Someone in my, someone in my family is, knows my address, <laughs> and my phone number now. And now it's out. Um, but I knew when I posted it, I was like, this is going to make sense to people because I'm really more talking about they're sending me so many text messages it's raising rising the level of harassment. Anyway you can define words the way you want. You just You can them. in fact. Yeah. Well
1: I'll, I'll, I'll I'll get, there's two points that I have to make. One is that once, so this idea that you say that, like, oh, I thought I was traumatized, right? Yes. Everyone's traumatized. I think, you know, it's like that, we live in that water where, you know, that's around us, like that idea, like, yes. oh, trauma is actually more common than you
0: think. And everyone's been traumatized in some way. And there's yes. th- everyone can understand. And things. luckily, because trauma is something that you forget, you don't even have to remember it to qualify. Right. And so anybody, I was like, maybe I just forgot what happened. Everybody <laughs> yeah. gets to yeah. claim a thing. So, that's but I went to,
1: I went to a, a therapist once, and uh she was like really walking me through the dsm she was like have you ever felt feelings of this this and this you know it was really like <laughs> that's awesome i could tell she was going through bullet points to see how, how to diagnose me and then at one point she said have you had a traumatic experience and i was like eh, maybe you know if you feel like sort of bad experiences as a kid and she was like no she goes trauma is when you have a situation where you think you're gonna die And I thought I'd never heard that definition. And (laughs) I said, Well, if that's what it is, then no. (laughs) I've never had any drama happen Mm. to me. So that's just to
0: say that like That's funny. There's like a bunch of different definitions. I've had times I thought I was going to die that I don't consider (laughs) drunk. That's what I was about to say. I was like,
2: well, I thought this teddy bear was going to come alive and like stab me and stuff like that. And I was very scared of my life, Mm, but I was also like four years old. I've
0: had anxiety attacks where I'm like, my throat's going to close up. I'm not going to be able to breathe. I'm going to die. When I got stuck in quicksand in iceland i really did freak out you got stuck scary. in quicksand wait and you didn't tell me after my viral ass tweet this week i didn't tell you i got stuck in quicksand did you see my viral last tweet yeah flippy went viral Philippe is our bad bitch of the week oh i actually put a pin in this but i want to talk about the video you guys posted about the monkey because i that's and then now, about my tweet. viral tweet i mean yeah. i just i made one of the funniest <laughs> viral tweets that mega viral mega on viral about quicksand <sighs> yeah but uh, it's funny the people in the replies dragging you being like i like john mulaney too they're so annoying i know people <laughs> someone
1: said someone said because i I, I tweeted a john Mullaney joke as if i had written it but you know i'm not the first person to do it it every once in a while someone posts it but someone said someone t- said i don't know if he's making a joke to be ironic or actually stealing it to go viral but either way it's unbelievably boring
0: that is so funny I was talking to my roommates yesterday about how, like, getting anxious over the comments on stuff and, like, yeah. that you kind of care about that stuff. Um, and I was like, oh, I saw this reply on Felipe's tweet that said what you just said. I bet he saw that and he didn't like it. No, I thought it was so <laughs> funny. That was funny, okay. Well,
1: because I thought this is, this is not unbelievably boring it's a tweet no how you can it
0: be unbelievably boring go. it takes six seconds to eat it. <laughs> 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 I was like oh. we
1: and I was really trying to find the right answer to them but I couldn't figure out how to because I was like this is so to call this unbelievably boring is like it's so funny it like, is funny it just reveals a lot of anger
0: yeah this person's really angry but it's funny a lot of people take use that line on um hinge it's one of the prompts people put they th- they think quicksand was going to be a bigger deal than it was really <laughs> it for their dating right. profile so i do have on my i deleted my apps but um i had that i did get stuck in quicksand not as a counter to that even but just as like in a iceland? fun fact in iceland did yep it? And I didn't multi- see. I wouldn't even
1: think. I would think there was just ice. Mm-hmm. Maybe that you would have got. Maybe you would have
0: fell into an ice flow. An Umla or whatever the holes in the ice are called. Yeah. An <laughs> multiple, multiple people.
2: Multiple people have has texted me pictures from Hinge where people have used. I hope the vaccine is a gun. No. As a like what? thing. No. Oh, yes. you're
1: bringing what? people together. Yes, that that yes. You're
0: making people think that. I know. They're people they want to date are funny
2: exactly I think that's the best the best use of it I've seen so far
1: dude if you imagine if you found a, a baddie hinge and she had that joke and you'd be like bro i came up with this shit that that's would be that joke. would be so slick it would be slick that would but be it's so it's slick.
2: all it's been guys so
1: far everyone <laughs> <laughs> guys that look just like you that's funny
0: wait so backtrack what, what the fuck were we talking about
1: oh the the this
0: trauma thing yes
1: so if, i think what i was getting on you know you're like oh we tell these stories right you're like we tell these lies to ourselves Uh, to protect us and i don't know if i totally agree with that framing because first of all there i don't know if i agree with the idea that there are truths and that there are lies there are just like stories there are ways that people construct their their experiences socially and so
2: before you go on though i just want to say lies i don't mean them that they're like untrue but that they have a like a local truth they're not like a big t truth that's true about the entire world it's like a thing a story that you construct to help you keep on living your life without going crazy i'm not saying it's like that that's like a lie like an untrue thing it's just like it's a social it's like a constructed tool that's all that's no
1: it's true but 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 for instance right if if we imagine that the the I don't know, I'll shoot from the hip, because I don't know, I've never treated someone with trauma, but if we imagine that...
0: Okay, but twenty we're not shooting from the hip anymore. Everyone needs to know what they're talking about. I'm shooting from the <laughs> hip about trauma. I'm going to make some big
1: truths about trauma <laughs> that, that I've never experienced. No, because if if the idea is right, like, we have these traumas, we don't recognize them, and until we do, our body's going to... And I mean, that was what Freud thought, right? Freud was like, you have these repressed feelings, and they come out in your body. They come out yeah, in all yep, these, yep. like, yep, yep, yep. Uh, symptoms. And once the patient's able to put the truth into words, they actually stop having the symptoms because they've they've stopped sublimating this traumatic experience or this experience of um, castration, anxiety, all that kooky mm-hmm. stuff he came up with. They are able to verbalize it and then they get rid of the symptoms. So that's like an idea that he had. and But the things that he considered truths, we now think of as pretty contrived stories, right? He had this thing about like castration, anxiety, or penis envy, which were like, that sounds kind of kooky or like I don't know if those are all things that sort of traumatize people as as kids you know like sublimation of like Oedipal complex or whatever and those were the those were to him those were the truths and and he did think of them as truths because he thought well once you say them the aberrant symptoms they're gone
2: yeah yeah Um, so he did
1: think of them as like this is the end of the this is where the train stops this is the end of the line like at these truths and so I think Uh, you know, um, it's very different than, you know, if you've been abused, like, I think, I think it is, it probably has some, some use to, like, be, like, this is what happened to me, but, like, that is also a story that helps you cope, right, whether it's, like, I'm healing, like, they can all be stories, and I think, I guess what I'm getting at is, sometimes I wonder whether there are things which, like, we, not repress, but we, like, you can be taught to, to, like, to give a lot of importance to an event in your life, or to think this was a bad thing that happened to me, and it's not, and it's not like the the full like identifying feature of my entire life. Does that make sense? And totally. both are different stories, which are useful. And in, I think in the in one sort of school of thought, it's like about trauma. It's like you need to say exactly that your thing was like really defining for you. You need mm. to like name this event in your life as like the 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 sort of hinge point of your entire life, or like a hinge point of your life, in order so that you may heal from it. And I think that can also potentially be harmful if if you know if you you know versus an approach where you're like that was a bad thing that happened to me but my life is filled with all this other stuff.
2: Totally. I think that's a separate point though yeah. from what he's I think you're actually but by, by the by giving the freudian example you're sort of I think you're agreeing with what we're saying which is that that like you could, the 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 stories we tell ourselves can be untrue or constructed or sound strange. I think you're making a, another point though which is that like oh you don't if you feel traumatized it's uh, it's. It could be sort of deleterious to your mental health to sort of make that a uh, understand that as a hinge point or defining yeah. feature for your entire life, which I don't think is a thing he says.
1: Totally. Mm. <clears throat> but but so there is I mean which is why I'm shooting from the hip I haven't heard the podcast but even this idea we've all been traumatized right it's like I know that idea and I think there is a little bit of this idea in our in our world of like. We should give a lot of importance to these, like, cleaving events and, like, identify them as, like, really significant. Mm. Um, and in cases where maybe we haven't had traumatic experiences. That's
0: interesting because I feel like the thing of, oh, we've all been traumatized isn't saying, oh, now you need to locate exactly the point at which you were and name it and incorporate that into your narrative. It's just an understanding that we all have reactions to things in real life or emotional experiences which reflect the existence of some kind of traumatizing experience and so we should be like understanding of each other because mm. it uh, affects the wrinkles in our brains yeah yeah without yeah. Us
1: knowing what well i'll ask this then though what is the difference between trauma and a really bad experience
2: Right, because I, I think know. you're right yeah. that we've
1: all had really bad experiences. Everyone yeah. has had bad experiences. What makes it trauma and not trauma? And this guy has a de- definition, but like...
0: Right, yeah. So I'll, I'll shoot from the hip because uh, we were, I was thinking about this yesterday. Yep. Give the sound <laughs> one more time. And say that in my mind, if I had been pressed, you know, even before I listened to the podcast to define like what's a traumatic event and what's not one... I would have said that it's something that's traumatic is like, has an irrational component to it. To me, like, um, okay, so say I go through like a really bad breakup. That's not traumatic because it's like, I know what happened this bad thing it's very discernible to me it's in my mind there's a direct link between we broke up it made me sad i can explain that to a friend they can comfort me for it so a traumatic event is something which like is so uh painful psychically painful that like it can't be verbalized it doesn't exist all in conscious thought like it takes on a dimension that is irrational in some way. And then I think this idea that it lives in the body is like a, a way to articulate that because that it doesn't exist purely in your rational thought. That's probably not right because like I've gone through a breakup before where like I didn't have an appetite for 10 days or something because I was so sad. So it's not as if like everything just exists in your mind. But does that kind of make sense as a definition? I mean, it's a little out there, but the whole th- conversation is.
2: Um, I think so.
0: Perfect. <laughs> um, uh-huh. we, we nailed it. To be
2: true, to be quite honest, I was trying to think of something You're that I definition. wanted to say when while you were talking. Well, I have
0: a different thing to say. So okay, I cool. Um, which I just have that, one Which is, do you think
1: the thing I said to you is useful to bring up? That I was about to bring it up. Oh,
0: <laughs> no. <laughs>
2: Whoa, I was about to bring it up. No, <laughs> no, no, I don't know what it no, is. No, you not know
0: what it is. So. We, <laughs> we were texting about this yesterday. And because um, it's like, hey, did you listen to the podcast Sam sent us six months ago? <laughs> I bet he'd really appreciate it if we did. Um. <laughs> wow, I'm such a pathetic, sad <laughs> character.
1: There's still some podcasts In the, in
0: the, in some, the like,
2: play of this podcast. There's podcasts, some
0: podcast
1: about like uh, uh, company organization that you said at me like three years ago and I haven't listened to or like... That's uh, yeah. <laughs> funny. That's interesting. Um, it would make him so happy if we
0: this. talked about this. What? Oh. The volume, ups to volume ups up to 100. The volume up to 100. No. Uh, we were talking about it yesterday and me and Felipe really got stuck in this like defining space um, where... You, Felipe was giving a definition. He was trying out a definition of trauma, which is Trying it out. I'm trying everything out I'm saying here. I'm not, you know, I'm not yeah, yeah. standing by anything I've said to me. me. He's trying to make stuff be about Freud because that's something that he knows about yeah. that me and Sam don't know about so that he can win the conversation. I know that. Freud
2: back to yeah. front. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Keep going. And he was saying that maybe a definition of trauma is that it's politically significant pain because of it's like the social element of it. Um, the things that we label as being traumatic currently are, like, a lot of times things that are related to racism or things that are related to sexism um, and uh, colonialism yeah, and, and displacement. I, I wasn't saying that was, like, a... War. I wasn't saying that's the
1: sort of final uh, definition. I was saying that that is when we... Like, the the way that it's become sort of a meme in our culture... Right? You know, this thing you say, well, we've all been traumatized, like this yeah, ideology yeah, yeah. that everyone has trauma I was like, the reason it's become or the way we use it in everyday talk, or when you see it being used, it's a code word for politically significant pain, pain that should be we should pay attention to for that, ha- that is like born out of some political inequity or some like difference of power that needs to be addressed. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. And I think that that's an interesting insight. And I also just thought it was funny because we were going back and forth. There were texts about this and I was like, well, define political. What's political? Define political. Nice. And it was very. <laughs> Classic. you <laughs> are saying political is just when it's government. Well, I was saying. I, I was, was throwing like, no, out definitions for what political could be. Senators
2: and congressmen. <laughs>
0: and <stuff. laughs> I said relating to government. That's the definition of political. Relating to government. Um, and it just made me think of, I've said this before on the podcast, but folks, we did a lot of episodes, so I'll say it again. I remember being in high school and even in college, and we were constantly asked at the beginning of a unit to define the terms, like what is liberty, what is freedom, and thinking it was the most like asinine activity that we could be asked to do. Like, and also thinking that there was a right answer and that if if we were smart enough, we could guess what it was. Because, but the like, teacher
1: is always going to be like, "But what about this?" Yes, exactly. The teacher always trying to fuck you.
0: Yes, and it just like I didn't know enough to understand that I didn't know what the definitions of those terms were, and so the point, the whole activity was like lost on me. And the older I get, the more I'm like. Wow, what a fascinating question! What is the definition of political? <laughs> and I just always thought that was the most boring thing in the in the universe to think that way. But now I think it's cool. Now cool. it rocks. Now it fucking rocks. Well, but I'm on level two, so I'll we'll get back to level three where I'm like, i mean, well, it it's like, this sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Going back to level three,
2: yeah. <laughs> I I guess um, I don't. I'm actually not interested in in the definition of trauma. What? <gasps> in no. as it relates to the podcast and to me it's not you're you i think you have a sort of private interest about a separate conversation which could be interesting about like wow. about the politics of Drag trauma and internet culture and yeah. what what what, what we mean when interest. we say trauma and stuff like <laughs> no, that but i just want interest? to be clear no. that yeah. that is not what the podcast episode no absolutely about. Get uh, him, yeah. get i know, get I know. okay
1: yeah Yes, I guess what I'm getting yeah, at is know what the podcast is. I'm what I'm getting at is like sometimes, sometimes there are ideas which take hold in culture, and they're like misinterpretations of the original idea, yes. right? Like even the fact that that book is so poppin. Yes. Why is everyone? I would say my guess would be actually that most people haven't had traumatic experiences, and, and you know we don't live in like a war torn country, and like I would say that the majority of people haven't probably uh maybe i'm wrong about that but um I'm why has it, <laughs> do you think that's wrong
2: <laughs> no 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 just keep going
1: but i'm saying like why has the book popped off and i'm like i think the interest in trauma is like is the is what's to me interesting uh because that's the thing that i experience every day is this interest in the idea of trauma yeah maybe i'm right i don't know i'm shooting from the hip. yeah yeah hip. trying it out
2: that's that is interesting you, do you disagree? No, no, no. I'm. I. I guess I'm. I. Do you? I. I before I say that I think your thing is interesting, I think I want to hear you say that you think my thing is yeah, interesting. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. Okay.
1: Yes. And I recognize that the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I recognize Good. that the podcast is is a distinct thing where he's talking about a a, a separate thing like a, a sort of this the psychic body cleaving like I, I yes I, I understand that that's a different thing and okay and do you and understand the switched.
2: thing about the lies and
1: I <laughs> do agree yes I agree with this idea about the lies and it's a thing we've talked a lot about before and I think you're good at you know it's like what how is Lying. one how is one <laughs> telling themselves mm-hmm. the story of what's happening yeah mm-hmm. I want to listen to the rest of the podcast because the question of like what well, what does one do with the lie is the lie there to be dislied dis are we supposed to untangle the lie or we sh- should we recognize everything as a sort of lie as a sort of story and they're all kind of equal or yeah. they're, they're useful at different points that's that's yes. what i'm curious about so maybe i gotta listen to the podcast to i wish
0: people weren't so sensitive mm. <laughs> and Line
2: that's a, that's the final bead of yep. the podcast <laughs> is he says that
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. but, why yeah why but why are. do you wish that
0: I don't know. It was just making me sad because all of this, like the trauma response thing, it's a coping mechanism. It's supposed to make you more functional. It's like, okay, so it doesn't, the trauma doesn't exist in your mind so that you can continue to be in relation to the people that you want to be in relation to, but it does exist in your body so that you still have, um, reactions to danger that are self-defensive. Um, but I was just like, oh, I just don't want people to have to be,
1: get hurt so
0: much by stuff. So much bad stuff happens in this world. It's true. Yeah. And they were talking about a study that, um, I don't even know when it was done, but it was related to the writing of this book where they wanted to find out like how many people had witnessed like brutal, violent incidents. And it was like way more than the researchers had thought. It was like most people mm. had researched, I mean, seen like their parents like f- physically fighting each other or like someone being murdered in the street or like all this stuff. and Sad. Yeah. but so, And I don't believe we can stop all the darkness in the world. So I just wish that people could not care. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Yeah I don't know
1: I don't know I I don't know if I maybe I'm wrong about that most people haven't experienced maybe most people have We don't know Both I guess it depends on not. how you define it
0: Depends on what you yeah
2: but by the end of this podcast, we will know. We will yeah.
1: get to the bottom of yeah.
0: it. That's
2: why we started it.
0: <sighs> so Brad Trammell is talking about Funko Pops this week. Bro, I don't, yeah. Just kidding. I haven't <laughs> watched
2: the video. So we're not about it. I watched it. I, you know, I watched it thinking we would talk about it. Oh, so
0: no. But you, but you
2: look. You guys watch. You listen to the podcast that I sent six months ago. So I can't expect <laughs> to get have two good things happen to me in one podcast episode. I, I, I watched <laughs> it too,
1: but I'm not
0: so. I'm not so hot on talking about it. No. And let's not. What about a movie that we've all seen? Licorice Pizza. You I have not seen pizza? Licorice seen Pizza.
1: That. What did I see recently?
0: Okay. I saw Come On, Come On, Come On, Come On. I didn't. See I that. haven't seen. I that. really I liked it. Yeah, it's good.
2: Oh, I'll, I'll talk about something that's going on with me.
1: Yes. Please. Oh, on, finally! Dating, dating, God, dating. when are we done? Yes, really? yeah. When are we fucking done with this podcast?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just been like, as you both know. Kind of privately, you know, I've been on a kind of tear. The Dude,
0: last, last Mr. Polysecure <laughs> <laughs> um, broke wh- the internet. Mr. <laughs> Polysecure, I know he did
1: break the internet. <laughs> <laughs>
2: And I am just, I'm at the end of my rope here.
0: Wow. (laughs) And And believe it or not, you have been here before, right? I have been here before.
2: (laughs) It is a cycle. Your
0: little penis
1: is spent.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, That would be, that's the kind of Felipe way of saying it. Um, uh, I am just at the end of my rope and I am anxious and paranoid and my life feels free paranoid (laughs) yeah and i'm just like i can't do this anymore that two of
0: your dates are gonna show up at once so you got confused (laughs) and booked two people for one dinner you have to eat dinner together (laughs) yeah
1: we we do make jokes we can take this up but we do make jokes about confusing the different people if they come over
0: (laughs) paranoid
2: and wow
0: i had no idea
2: yeah no i think i just i'm going to enter oops phase of celibacy wow. but it's hard
1: because it's so funny how you go through like yeah uh, you have more sex than anyone in the world and you're like no
0: more sex <laughs> isn't it funny it's also funny that you're a chad <laughs> 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 and not a, a beta incel yeah, yeah. yeah. it's just funny that he's not a beta incel yeah.
1: <laughs> wait he's, so go on, go on. To be a beta incel.
2: well i think it's just been like it's hard because i i spend all day at my computer and then at night I'm like, I want to go out and do something fun and have it's, it's this desire between like sort of safety and routine and kind of chaos, you know? Yes. And I've been like, I've been like pushing the chaos button a little mm. bit and, and just like, yeah, like it's a, wanting to have someone at the end of something at the end of my day. That's like different than the thing it I've been breaks doing you all out. day. Yeah. yeah. Cause it's hard to be at the computer all day and then sit and watch a television show so aren't, with will aren't and aren't go dates to bed. That?
0: <laughs>
1: isn't that what a date is that's
2: what i'm saying that's what i'm saying that's why is, is that's what that's why the dates but i but it's been too much and I'm um, uh, i gotta roll it all back
1: wow do you think see because when you say that i'm like because i have always oh like sam has it figured out with this whole yeah. polysecure deal but then i'm like <laughs> that is the one pitfall is yeah, that it's so tiring to see a lot of people. Yeah. Yes, and yes. I'm not trying. I'm not trying to um, dismantle and, and, your lifestyle, but I'm like, do you think that it's no like, dismantle it,
2: dismantle it? Okay, I'll
1: fucking dismantle it. I'm like, oh, that's that's why I don't do that. Or like, I'm like, yes, because sometimes I'll see you do that. And
0: I'm like, oh, that's I got do I got to be doing the same <laughs> thing.
1: He's like, but then I'm like, no, it's so stressful to see different people. To have to manage like different relationships. To have to like split your, because you know every time you see a person, that's a little bit of emotional energy that you need to give them totally and to split it with like three four people yeah. it's just like it's a lot
0: and especially i mean i, th- I think that y- i hope th- i think that you're good at like communicating expectations with people for what they want but i feel like one of the stressful parts of dating is figuring out like are we on the same page and constantly trying to like we take, get a read on totally. that no sure that it's like totally. the, it's it's yeah. like an ever-shifting the ever-shifting
1: plates you know when pangea yeah. split into it's just the plates are shifting all the time yes
2: yes and i'm I thought I had the, you know, the, the navigation tools ready to be able to, to travel through those treacherous and complex waters. But I'm just like, oh, I'm so tired. And I'm like, yeah, I just want to hang out with my friends. So
0: are you ready to just pick one person and be with them forever? Yes, (laughs) I am ready to just pick (laughs) one and marry them. What, uh, can you say, what was the experience where you were like, uh,
1: this was the straw that broke the camel's back?
2: Well, um, (laughs) yeah, I'm going to talk about this in quite vague terms. But yeah, like there was someone who I was sleeping with. And then I was like, we are texting to make plans again. And I was like feeling incredibly anxious about it. And I was like, hey, can we actually just like meet up and talk for a second? And then this person was like, talk. Are you like, okay? (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm cool. And then they're like i'm far away right now like i can't i can't i
0: can't meet up and talk to you yeah i can't meet up and talk to
2: you (laughs) and then they were like but what can you tell me what it's about so i have a little bit of like context for this thing and i was like i i was precisely like i didn't want to say what i wanted to say over text message but then they were like eking it out of me so i was like well it's this but i want to really have a talk and then they started responding to the thing I was saying and I was like this is Now you're so having the talk. Stre- now now we're talking. Talk. Now we're talking over text message. Mm. And I was like this is so stressful. And then mm. we like ended up having the talk and it was it cleared things up and it was cool. But I'm just like I think in September I could have been like a cool cucumber about all this stuff, but I'm not a cu- cool cucumber anymore. I'm like anxious and and, and just like tired. Yeah. And I'm, and my, my heartstrings can't take it anymore. You know what I mean? I'm like sad or, and like, yeah, I feel like I'm bad, batting around a thing that's like too delicate, you know?
1: Yeah. I didn't realize you were feeling that. Hmm.
2: Damn. But that's the lie I'm telling myself. Yeah. I thought
1: I thought all that you were thinking about these days was *Succession* and the terror, because that's all we talk huh. about. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Damn. Wow.
2: But I need, you know, you need a little bit of chaos in your life. It it's ca- true. It can't all be like you can't wake up and every day is exactly the same, Monday through Sunday. Totally. And so well, I need something that's a little bit you of gotta like guesswork. Com- yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I got to figure out what that is. And it's
0: okay to be stuck in a carousel of <laughs> just the same realization and then return and then realization and return. Yeah. That's part of life. Skyla metamorphosis.
1: Yeah. yeah, well, I, I'm, I'm excited to see the uh, the No More Dates Sam, if yeah. indeed that's going to happen.
2: Well, I'm going to be supercharged, yeah, but can't it can't, see it can't, it's not going to be this week, though, because yeah. I've already made too many plans <laughs> yeah. with people, yeah. so it's it's, off it's, for the starting a, it's starting on Sunday of yeah. this week. Which, yeah.
0: Philippe, it's going to mean we have to take turns taking Sam to Rash at night to get him well, that's out right. and then that's, walk yes. around well, and take him home. You know, um... <laughs> So, Sam, you know, sometimes
1: I feel like at, in a kind of competition with you, like if you go you to this, if you, do, if you go to like a fun, if you go to like a fun event at some like club or something, I'm like, fuck, Sam's doing it. I, I want to do it too. Or if you like, um, well, now you don't, you don't really mic anymore. But back in the day, like if I ever stayed home and worked, then you were like micing. I was like, fuck, I got to You know, like I feel like right. you sort of keep me, keep me in check a little bit. Yeah, and yeah. You feel the same
0: with Felipe?
2: Uh, definitely. When Felipe goes to Mike's. I think I gotta Uh, go I gotta go watch him do his wacko (laughs) shit. That's
0: funny. I want you to say that no, that you
1: don't think (laughs) No, but but even sometimes when you're like when you're like working at night and your computer I'm like, Oh I gotta I gotta be working on my course
2: We'll flip in our sharks, you know. So we like we egg each other on on the ball.
1: (laughs) But when Sam goes on dates, I'm like that's the one thing that I'm like I don't want to do that. So when Sam goes on dates, I'm like Oh, okay, Sam's on this date, so that means I can kinda watch my tv or something i can watch a little tv show because that's what fills the spade of the day the space of the day i don't need to be on the date. but now that you're not going to go on dates you're going to fill your time with a lot of productive stuff
0: (laughs) that i wish i was doing (laughs) now i can't take now
1: i can't
2: yeah
0: close my eyes it's interesting i feel like i'm not getting to sufficiently respond to you sharing this interesting life realization because it's just like so hard for me to relate to i find like going on a single date with someone where I find it just to be perfectly fine and we didn't really have a meaningful connection and, like, there's no reason for us to see each other again to be so depressing. (laughs) And, like, I go home and cry. If I go on a... And I've never even really been on, like, an actually bad date before, maybe once. Um, I always just go on a date that's either good or, like, so, so medium. It doesn't even register a single wave, you know, on the seismic spectrum. Um, But that still just, like, depresses the fuck out of me. So the idea of, like, dating a bunch of people who, like... Not to insult the people that you're dating, but like, aren't a lot of them you're just like, oh, this is just a casual thing. I'm not really that. This isn't necessarily going anywhere. Like that stuff to me, I just like can't even, it just makes me feel so sad that I could never rise to the level that you're at. But then I think it goes to show that we just have a fundamentally like, kind of different disposition towards these things. So it's hard for me to map your experience No, my me too. Brain, when I go you know. on a date, it's either good,
1: but if it's not good, it's never neutral. It's like, that was a waste of my time. Yeah. (laughs) Or like, I I can't connect with people. And, you know, it's like, it's so sad how there are so many people I can't connect with. So dates for me have a kind of like, the binary is it's either really good or it's really negative. It's never like, oh, that was nice. Yeah. So I don't, that's why I don't like going on dates. Yeah. Yeah, they're net negative.
2: Hmm. I can connect with anybody.
0: (laughs) 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 That's cool. That is
1: so funny. And this isn't a roast, but... If I had to describe you, Sam, I don't know if I would say that you're a person that can connect with <laughs> no, anybody. No, I I, I'm <laughs> no, saying hyperbolic. Silly, no, but, but I mean, but. I do think, I do think it seems to me like on dates, you can. You can. You can. I think you're like, a, it seems to me like you're kind of a elastic Boyfriend kind of personality. Power, superpower. Yeah. Whereas I feel like I can, I can put on a good face for like all sorts of stupid social interactions, but I, but not on dates.
2: Hmm. Hmm. Well, th- there's there's a secret power in being yourself. However, uh, unattractive that may be <laughs> on a date, because at least you're like really not wasting the other yeah. person's time. You know what I mean?
1: I mean, I'm f- I go. I-, I remember some of the bad dates I went to like last whenever. I can't even remember when I, when I was going on dates, but I would just be like. I'm going to talk about the stupid shit I like and then I could see they weren't interested but I was like, well, we're going to we're going to be here for an hour. <laughs> so we're gonna you're going to have to listen to some of this. <laughs> so, and and I, I get I, 50% of the conversation and this is using
0: my time. And, and I know I I'm like I ask
1: I ask a ton of questions like I'm not a bad conversation like i asked a ton of questions but after if they're not asking Interrogatory me questions even. Yeah, yeah 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 so maybe that is bad but i'm mean like <laughs> if they're not asking me questions it's like i'm gonna tell you about the shit i like and i know you don't like it but yeah. we'll for now i'm so. just gonna freestyle yeah. You ask me a question then <laughs> i
0: get to do random choice
1: yeah. mode <laughs> <laughs> <That's right. laughs> yeah. i'm gonna spin the wheel yeah <laughs>
2: So I've been trying to rip the 3D shirt models (laughs) off of GTA 5 but I really can't figure out how to do it because the computer hides the code.
1: (laughs) Bro, so yeah, I was I'll just tell that real quick but I'm trying to make 3D animation and it's so hard to find like clothes. You'd think getting a 3D sweater to put on your 3D character easy, you could get a free one. Baby shit. No, like even basic shit like a 3D sweater, like for 14 bucks, 20 bucks, and it's like, that's not that much, but if you need a 3D sweater, plus some jeans, plus some shoes, you've spent $75 on an outfit for some 3D character, it's like, I wanna be able to experiment, you know? I want like 50 shirts I can use, whatever. So then I realized, oh, you can strip clothes and 3D models out of video games you have, because if you have a video game, all those models are in your computer. I have GTA 5. I figured out, people take those models out. So I thought, I can get a T-shirt, I can get a t-shirt from GTA 5 and put it on my 3D character and animate with that for free. I have all of these models for free. Does the shirt fit your guy? You can make it fit. You can (laughs) modify it to fit. Whoa. So I download all this software to strip the 3D shit. Come to find out, it's not so easy. Damn. I would have thought it'd be easy. It's not so easy. The, The directories of these 3D assets are huge. And it's not like wardrobe. It's like they're hidden. And their names are crazy couldn't find it every time i would open up a file it would just be like three pieces three pieces of paper and i was like this is probably on the ground in some level where you're walking around the three pieces of paper wow
0: you could only find totally worthless junk worthless shit yeah like the roof of a house it's like i don't need the roof of this house but you should be saving it all right
2: this would be the point on the date where i'd be like i hey i need to go to the bathroom And I go to the bathroom and I text my friend and I go that's this so guy funny. is crazy that's so funny mm.
0: yeah I feel like being on a date I try to be myself but I will forget who I am because like if you're like being yourself and like spitting your personality at someone and they're not like giving you back the reaction that's like affirming in some way suddenly like every word that I say starts to sound really annoying and every joke sounds like funny <laughs> totally. and, like, I totally. just am like oh I don't know I guess I'm some really annoying person who tells boring stories that have no point That's 100%, what what's, yeah. what's Bad about going on a bad date is that a
1: person when you meet someone you really like, they reflect back to you a really cool version of you. Because everything you say is interesting to them. But when you're on a date where someone doesn't feel anything about you or doesn't like you, you're just like, I'm
0: I'm an idiot, I'm boring,
1: I'm stupid, like
0: I need to go back into my little little pen I'm in where I feel good about myself.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah But you don't have that, Sam. you don't have that. Mm
2: -mm. I to to in in the eyes of someone else, I I'm always look. Handsome and articulate <laughs> and funny. <laughs> no, I, I relate to that thing about like you kind of forget who you are. I think that's a little bit what happens. Is sometimes I'll like be on a date and and then I'll like get home and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so exhausted yeah. by being this other person for for like two and a half hours. Mm. Um, it's like you just did a performance or something.
0: Yeah, it's true.
2: But anyways, you gotta keep those performance muscles sort of limber and uh, activated, you know what I mean?
0: There's a blue jay that like lives in this tree. You see it over <gasps> right there? there? You see it? Yeah. It's in there. Oh, uh, Is that a harbinger pretty. for a good Christmas? It is, yes, <laughs> a blue jay, of course.
2: Wow. Blue if, jay's in the tree. If only it had a couple of holly like berries oh, in its
0: beak. Spectacular. Oh. I think it lives in that tree, so you guys are blessed.
1: We are blessed and we don't take enough time to appreciate the, <laughs> the special things about this apartment like the blue jay that lives <laughs>
2: I will say this is a as a final thing, you know, if you're a long-term listener. It'll be like April or May,
1: you're going to be
2: back on. I'm going to be back. Yeah. On saddle. hell, yeah. No. And ready to go. No, yeah. hopefully not. Hopefully I've learned my lesson.
0: Hopefully he'll be married or engaged by yeah. then, yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, there there is someone I've been dating who I really like, but there yes. but then it's like the they can only hang out like once a week And then you're like
1: That's funny though Because I thought awesome. that's what you wanted I thought you wanted yeah. a once a week
0: girlfriend I know <laughs> But but
2: now I have this person I'm like When am I going to see them again? You know what I mean?
0: Yeah Why? She's busy?
2: Uh, No
0: well, She doesn't want to see you that much
2: She is busy But like for instance We were going to see I was going to see this person on Sunday And then they like got sick And now I'm mm. not going to see them for like three weeks That sucks You know?
1: Well, it's not her fault.
2: But that's it's not it's not but her it's fault.
0: But happened.
2: But you know, that's just the thing about having only one person. You is, uh,
0: they're vulnerable. They could be taken out.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If they're if they're if they're taken out, then it's like then you're just twiddling then your thumbs crying, for three and a half crying, weeks. Crying. Yeah, yeah, every night you got to watch a television show with Will instead.
0: God, can you imagine? <laughs> Getting being someone who got just got married and then the per- and you're so in love and the person that you just got married to like just dies, that would suck. That would be pretty bad. It's so hard. Not trauma. Someone. Yeah. That's not trauma. <laughs> not trauma.
2: Not trauma. <laughs> 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 yeah, that,
0: would,
2: yeah. Suck. that would, be, yeah, would suck. That would
1: yeah, that would be that would be busted. Yeah.
0: yeah. I th- again, I think I said this before, but I was in a meditation. I was in a Yes, a meditation group after I graduated from college. I was living with my parents. I was depressed. Um, so I joined a meditation group. It was all boomers. And um, part of the meditation exercise after we would meditate for like an hour would be there would be a theme like uh, grief. And you would go around the circle. And just whenever you were moved to, you would share an experience related to whatever the theme was. And then there was no crosstalk. So no one ever had to respond. So people would say really sad, fucked up, disturbing things that oh. happened to them. And then just the next person would be like, so then when I don't know, on my fifth birthday party, <laughs> 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 and um, it was kind of cool because like I find that one of the hardest things when someone like shares something really heavy is like you're being like, okay, so what kind of person do I want to be? How yeah. do I want to respond? How do I scrunch up my face to yeah, show them that I exactly. understand? What's a good friend do in this moment? But mm. instead, you just like receive the information and then go tell other people about it. And be like, listen, this is those fucked up. <laughs> <things." On> your <laughs> podcast, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> <Kinda> <laughs> I'm just here to get stories for my podcast.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. We got nine people in the chat. That's a lot. Let's everybody that's in the chat say lot.
2: hi. Hi. We're almost at the end of time. So if you have something, I say we go a little
1: I've f- a little longer because we, we started late. Because we started late.
2: Okay. Cool. Are you
1: feeling? Are you feeling tapped out?
2: I'm no. a little tired, but no, no. that's okay.
1: I feel like we can we can pull it in with one final. We gotta hit fire topic
2: final thing
1: yeah <sighs> uh, uh, uh. can't wait to go home uh stand up
0: we're we doing we're doing stand-up comedy
1: sarah do we talk about your <laughs> show no we never talked about my show you were so good
0: thank you i
1: mean i don't know if you want to talk about it i, I know talk you about have, it. we can talk about it I, I didn't.
0: I didn't think it was good. I know. But I know. The last
2: time we tried to talk about it, <laughs> you were not happy yeah. about it. So
0: oh, I'm scared
2: That's to bring it so up. Funny. That's why I'm asking if you That's want to talk so about it. So funny.
0: I, uh, sometimes I get into this mode. It's like self protective mode where I just think of it as like someone asking you how are you and you saying good. How are you? Like, you're just <laughs> yeah. like reflected right back. Don't fucking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. What do you think
0: about your set? It was fine. How was your set? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, that was weird that was being weird but the, the atmosphere of that occasion was weird
2: <laughs> you know I thought the atmosphere was totally normal no
0: that's
1: another thing you were like the vibe here is fucked no, up and I was like no. Sarah's vibe in her head is fucked <laughs> no, up that's no, the little no, lie in your no, head no, you're telling no. yourself I yes. confirmed it with Lena I'll show
0: you I'll show you it wasn't just me
1: it, was a, weird, it was
0: a weird vibe
1: you saying the vibe here is weird made the, weird, the vibe
0: way weirder than it. it I had to say it because I'd never seen such a strange vibe in months yeah it was weird
2: well it was a, an eclectic group of an people like
0: the group of people i mean
2: there was yeah. a lot of people who like didn't know each other but were connected through will felipe and i and so it was and sometimes that happens and it creates a magic kind of sizzle in the air you know and people are yeah. just talking with each other but this time there are some silences in the room
0: but that's yeah. fine
2: i thought it was fine but but i found it but so sarah you awkward. were <laughs>
0: No. Also, I felt it felt to me as if it was like it was very quiet in the room. And then like and Lena told me later, she was like, oh, everyone was about to go to bed, sort of like the night was about to end. And then you showed up and I felt like it was like all of the energy was turned on to me to be like, what's going on with you? What have you been doing? How was your show last week? And I was like, I don't know what's going on in this room, but I'm not going to talk to you're not going to play, like, play the part that we cast you in. You cast <laughs> me in. Yeah, I'm tired. I don't feel like talking and like why it's so quiet in here. I don't know, but I can't fix it. And it really stressed me out.
1: (laughs) Well, we were going to talk about how good your set was. But I wouldn't allow it. Now you're dragging our hang through the (laughs) mud. I thought the hang was fine. And I think, you know, sometimes it's not the perfect vibe, but you kind of ride the wave. Sure, sure, sure.
0: But I understood, too, that you were feeling stressed out and not good. That's right. And, that you felt like and I wouldn't have dragged the hang, but you guys came for me, so I had to. We I did not come for yes. you by <laughs> asking <after> you <laughs> how you were yes. and how yes. your set was. Yes, you did. you did. No, you came for me now by being like saying that I made the vibe weird. Oh, so I, I see, have to I say see, that, that the now. vibe was weird. I the vibe was weird. Otherwise, I wouldn't have brought it up. I didn't. I could have texted you guys later and been like, what the fuck, but I didn't.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, um, yeah, your set was great on Caroline's show. You did, what, 30 minutes? Yep. It so, was so yeah. fire, and I'm just like, you got to keep doing that. You got a, a one-woman show in your back pocket. Yeah. You got a one-woman show in the making.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I really got to figure out the format for, like, performing. I've said this maybe to you guys already, but every, I tried to just promote the show a couple days in advance so maybe we would get, like, 20 people in the audience. I was like, that's You didn't enough. want too many
1: people to come. I didn't want
0: too many people to come. Everyone I know canceled their plans. Everybody was there. The room was packed, and it was like all of my childhood friends, my friends from college, like you guys, um, people who are like, uh, Comedians, who I always considered like like a level above what I'm doing, who I have a lot of respect for, showed up for me, and I was like, Ah, oh, fuck, <laughs> like it isn't what I was trying to do, uh, and so then it just creates this extremely intense atmosphere, and then like everyone was so positive with me afterwards, somebody did such a great job, and I was like, you just know that feeling when it's like, yeah, okay, I know I did something that it wasn't like not worth seeing, but it wasn't the thing it wasn't the like good thing, so don't tell me that that thing was good because you don't even know like, no
1: I mean, and- I totally understand that, but I guess the way I felt was like i've I think there can i i can be there there can be a a surfeit, there can be too much like you don't even know you know what I mean like I think right away I mean, I don't know, I guess I just wanted to make sure that you understood that what you had done was good what what was there was really good thanks and sure. I was like I was like, I don't want Sarah to get in the way of like seeing what was there,
0: yeah
2: yeah and i thought you did i thought you did a good job but and i all i just wanted to communicate that to you <laughs> and yes. then you shoved it down my throat yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no no you did i yeah i i totally understand that that feeling of like I was shooting for something that I missed, and no one knows what the thing I was shooting for was so yes. you, you don't you don't know what that the end product I wanted it to be. But so, so it's frustrating to hear all these, like if this was amazing, you know?
0: Yeah. And like, I don't know, just the occasion. I don't perform that frequently it's too epic and then it's just kind of like you finish a performance and you're like okay now what am i gonna do like do this whole thing again get all these my all my 60 people showed up i gotta get the 60 people to come again and watch me do basically this again but like tweak things kind of what it will seem minorly maybe to them because i've already seen well it. if you want new audiences you got to do broadway comedy yeah <laughs> <laughs> you gotta do a bringer show oh yeah so i got to figure it out in the new year but it was stressful. This was also during my um, withdrawal, so it was like a little. It was like pretty intense in my in my brain. To Damn, do it, but, but I did it. Well, yeah, I don't know. I guess I was.
1: I thought it was cool, you know. I it was. I think the best the best stand up I've seen you do, or the wow. most realized one. And I was like, oh, I can see the makings of a show, even yeah. though I saw like, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't totally there, but I see the the makings of a show. And you had also said to me this thing before, where you said. I have all these beautiful ideas that I want to communicate (laughs) and I don't know and the thought of having to put them into words is daunting and I thought wow that's crazy because I feel like with stand-up I don't have any interesting things I want to say I but I like to do the work like I know that the work Mm. will will make me come up with the ideas if I just get up on stage I'll come up with something to say I don't have this problem of like the ideas are there I got to put them into words but then i saw your set and i was like oh this is what it means yeah when you have good when you have interesting ideas
0: yeah that is how i feel and it's very difficult to like map them all together because to me it's like everything in my maybe everyone feels this way but like as if everything is connected and there is a unifying theory which connects all things but it's not a like a verbal literal idea but all things make sense together and, um, the more I like work on the set, just the more all of the ideas map out to be like, and then this relates to this and this connected to this. And then just like in different poetic ways and sometimes in literal ways, and it's hard to manifest them all into the proper form. But yeah, it's exciting. I like what this, this show is about and I'm excited to do it. And I realized a lot of things from doing it and thinking about it later, um, that will make it better when I do it again. So it was good.
2: Nice. Yeah. Would you care to share one as a teaser?
0: Um, yeah, it won't really sound that interesting, I think, but, okay. uh, after I did the show, I won't go into too much detail about this, but someone from my past, like, DM'd me, I I reposted a bunch of stories from me performing, and someone from the past DM'd me, and was like, t- to express like that they were proud of me, and that they had these like happy memories of us together, and this person, it just made me realize that, um the things I was talking about fit, map onto like a much more linear time frame than I had realized because this like instance of this person saying something, I was like, oh my God, this person is from the middle of where all this this stuff came from. And it made me think, oh, I can organize things more literally. I mean, linearly rather than being like, and so this idea is related to this idea. Mm. I should tell it more time sequentially and maybe that'll make it easier for me to keep track of like how all the pieces go together, which seems obvious. I mean, linear time is... Yeah, chronologically is <laughs> a great way to <laughs> yeah. organize stuff. Yeah, but I just hadn't thought about it that way. So. Great. Yep. Well,
1: I can't wait to see what it is when it's done. Thank you. It can be It's going to be the next What's Kim Novak?
0: Jacqueline Novak. Jacqueline Novak, Kim Novak on is uh, an yeah, the get on f- next from the on 50s, your knees. 50s I think.
1: The Ooh. Um. Why'd you why'd you uh I was just thinking about
2: the line, get on your knees, <laughs> <laughs> um, and that I've said that to people before. <laughs> it's freaky. It's a weird, weird line.
1: Wow. <laughs> i never said that.
2: Oh, I say it to Will every morning. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's right. <clears throat> That's right. Well, you know, sometimes you got you to gotta say, you know, this is all we got today.
2: Yeah. Hey, look, we're at nine thirty-seven. So that's
1: the time. That's
2: that's an that's extra seven minutes in my book. So, all
1: right. Well, everybody, thanks if you were listening. Thanks for coming, hey, and we'll talk to you later.
2: Bye. R- R- Bye. Raising Man Arena.